and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm Karosh, and we're meeting some amazing dev developers and publishers at PAX today. Um, I'm meeting one right now. Can you uh, let us know who you are, what you work for, and what you do? Yeah, hi. I'm Brian Sirigason, the CEO of Image and Form and Thunderful in Gothenburg, Sweden. We make games like SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Heist, and, uh, and now Antil for Switch, yeah. Great. I've, I've personally been very familiar with SteamWorld Dig 2, one of my favorite Switch games of last year, uh, favorite games of the, that year as a, as a whole, so thank you for, for show, showing me that game. Um, so I'm curious, PAX so far, what have been the biggest, like for you and your team, the biggest challenges and the biggest um, things you've enjoyed so far? <laughs> well, the biggest challenges is always the same stuff, you know, it's like you come with you realize your two hand controls short, or like the the TV cables don't work, or something like that. Um, well, there, there's that. Other than that, it's just been like managing time, making, like having time to talk to everyone and so on. There's, I mean, as you can see, it's a pretty popular booth, and uh, I mean, compared to what we've done earlier years at PAX East and so on, it's been a lot, lot smaller. But now suddenly we have. We have a ton of games to show, and uh, yeah, so we needed a really big booth. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a quick about that. You said before uh, you you were originally with Image and Form, and now you're you're you've kind of expanded even more. So, what's different about this PAX versus prior conventions for you? It's a something that makes it simpler. I mean, Thunderful, uh, the Thunderful group that we started, that comprises both Image and Form and Zoink. Um, is now one brand. We can sort of talk about ourselves as Thunderful the entire time. And Thunderful is going to publish all coming image and form games, all games from Zoink and so on. But we also have time and resources now to uh, publish other people's games as well. So we're showing a few of those here at, at PAX, like uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill and, uh, and Hellfront Honeymoon. Like, um, Two very very different games. Can you give us a brief like what what those games were? Would be like an elevator pitch yeah. for fans that don't know about it. Sure, really, real quick. So, uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill is is exactly what it sounds like. It's, you're on a bike, and you you need to go down a mountain just as fast as you can. So it's like a speed running game, if you want it to be right. So it it's it's a it's a game where the mountain has like a few major uh, routes to go down, but you have like thousands of shortcuts as well to find and explore other things, and um, so so that's what that is. It's really popular. It's a really good show game, like where uh, where people are lining up to beat our scores and so on. <laughs> and then you have Hellfront Honeymoon, which is uh, it's uh, like it's an, uh, almost like an arena sci-fi uh, party war game, right? Where up to a four-person deathmatch is really fast-paced, where you Sort of, you build turrets and you build uh, um, soldier spawning stations, and you fight for domination. So, like, and the camera doesn't move, so it's one screen, one one winner. That's it. And so, with the the Hellfront one, is that solo or is that co-op or how is that? Very good. Yeah. So, Hellfront Honeymoon is uh, it's up to four-player deathmatch, but you can also play like a two-player co-op versus computer, the computer, and so on. And, um, it's. It's one of those games. You sit there, you, you sit down and say, "Okay, I'm going to play a game," and then, then you wonder where the last three hours went, right? So, <laughs> so with I playing SteamWorld Dig Two, I kind of got 
the sense that it was very inspired by like Metroidvanias with your own spin on it and and taking it in your own direction. With with Lonely Mountains or or Hellfront, do you go more? Do you start with a, a design or a mechanic that you really want to implement, or do you start with like a premise that you like? How does how does that design inception sort of begin? Well, what it is is like since it's other people's games, like other developers make them, we we certainly don't tell them to change it in any way. We we give a little. We get feedback, of course, um, but they're just so talented. Like we don't really want to go in and touch anything, and I'm not sure they'd let us, right? So, but it's it 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 kind of boils down to the games have to be really good. That's that's the first and most important premise. Like because with Image and Form and Zoink, we're sort of got gotten used to getting very good reviews and so on for our games, and so. It would be strange if we started desperately signing games that were, like, in any way worse than our own, and so, uh, yeah, we we try to just make sure that the games are really good. Yeah, there's a quality level that you're you're maintaining. Yeah, but what what you mentioned there was not necessarily. We we're not looking for games that are similar to ours. Where they could be just anything, as long as the game is just really good. We we're happy to uh, to talk to you to the developers about it. That's awesome. I have a personal favorite question. So with Steamroll Dig, like I had a lot of time sinking time into it through the campaign, and then afterwards I was trying to collect everything. For you guys uh, making it, what was one of like a, one of a memorable moments making the games, or like a certain mechanic or design for you? Right. So for for Steamroll Dig too, I think uh, a lot of us in the studio, we were when we started making the sequel, we we had decided that yes, it's they may. You're not going to make a mistake. It's going to be a sequel, but everything has to be new and fresh in the game. Like, uh, like n no tools should be the same. Like, you have the pickaxe, but apart from that, like you actually have everything else differs. So that was a challenge, and just seeing that come together, and also the upgrade system in Steamworld Dig Two with the cogs, the the cog system was delightful to work with because you can sort of means that you can you can upgrade your tools but they're not permanent right you can actually uh, like uh, in put in and remove these cogs from the tools i love that flexibility where you could take it and it, at any given moment if i needed the tools in a different location i could adjust that yeah and just seeing that come together and my 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 real favorite moment in steam will dig 2 was um I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but there's actually sort of like a horror segment in that game that is actually quite horrible, or like it's a little—it's quite scary. I think it caught me off guard. Yeah, and you're not prepared for it, and I, I think it came came together really nicely. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I really love that game. Thank you for spending some time with me today, Brian. Um, before we go, for Lonely Mountain and for Hellfront, when can people expect some of these games? That's very good. So Lonely Mountains Downhill is coming out in 2019. Uh, right now we're not specifying it more than that. Uh, Hellfront Honeymoon is coming out sometime within the next three months. Same thing is for Antil, uh, the image and form game that we're bringing to a Switch now. It's coming out uh, before the end of the year. Yeah. And, th and that's, so that one's for Switch? These other games are on all platforms or Switch or? That's right, like all the other games that we're showing here. Uh, so Steamworld Dig 2, uh, Flipping Death by Zoink, uh, uh, Hellfront Honeymoon, uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill, uh, they're all coming out. 
they're all for all platforms, right? Yeah. Whereas um, Antil is going to be a, a switch. Uh, I'm I'm glad I have my switch then. Um, where can people find you if they want to reach out? Oh yeah, very good. So we're in uh, at booth six zero zero three six thousand three on the sixth floor of uh, of Pax West here in Seattle, and we're going to be here until Monday night. That's great to hear. Thanks, Brian. Hey, thanks. Awesome.